Good afternoon. Wanted to get you a market update here. We got some USDA data this afternoon along with a, um, a new inflation print. And so it's uh, part of the narrative that continues to move our market around. We'll start with the USDA data. We didn't get much in the way of surprises. Uh, we lowered, the USDA lowered the old crop carryout on beans, lowered the new crop carryout, maybe just a hair more than what the market was expecting. They increased the old crop carryout for corn by reducing exports. I think that was a bit of a surprise. Um, and then they increased next year's carryout on corn just a little bit. The numbers we're talking about are very small moves. So no real material changes in the balance sheet for corn and beans. Globally, they did uh, increase the, the carryout on beans just a little bit. They raised the Brazilian and the Argentinian crop from this year. They also raised the Ukrainian corn crop by 5 million metric tons. The joke there is, of course, that uh, they may produce it, but it'll never ship. And so they did not change the export number out of Ukraine. So they're basically saying that Ukraine is going to make 5 million metric tons more corn, but it will be stuck in their country. So good luck trying to figure out what that means or how that's going to help the balance sheet here. Uh, wheat, no real changes. Uh, and then cotton, they didn't change hardly any data at all on the cotton. They basically punted, even though the, um, the shipment data continues to lag, but no changes on the cotton data. So nothing really materially uh, to sink your teeth into on the USDA data. I will have a um, uh, in-depth report on that data and, and balance sheets for next year. But you know what is more important um, is, is how the market is trading right now. We've had a very big week on soybeans, uh, big week on corn, big recovery after the large sell-off by the speculators over the last several weeks on corn. We had a nice rebound this week, and the trade was heavily inverted, meaning that the July led the charge. And so when July leads that aggressively over September in corn and leads that aggressively over August in beans, it is a very strong cash market signal that something is wrong uh, with old crop carryouts. You've seen my balance sheets for the last year now. I think the USDA is off and is way off on the old crop carryouts, and it looks like that's starting to play out in the trade. Uh, we've also seen a strong move in basis levels. And so, um, you know, er this early in the year, getting into late May, early June, we've still got four months before we get much in the way of fresh supplies of corn and beans into this market and we've seen extraordinarily strong basis moves in corn and beans. So it, it basically tells me that uh, along with the discussions with uh, several commercials in the industry, I think we've run out of soybeans. I think we are out of old crop beans and I think we are headed much, much higher in old crop beans. Um, corn, uh, we're tight and probably maybe not as tight on beans, but I think we're also looks like we're running out of corn. At least the commercials are having a heck of a time sourcing corn and beans for old crop here. I think the farmers are pretty heavily sold up. Uh, I think the end users are still exposed for the next three months. And I think we should expect a lot of volatility over the next 60 days for old crop corn and beans. That will very much help us on our new crop pricing targets. And so, um, you know, no changes in any of our pricing targets for old crop corn. Still looking for a move 
you know, closer to that $859 area on old crop corn. Still expecting a test of that 815, 820 area on December corn. Soybeans still looking for ultimately a test of $19 that would ultimately take new crop beans to $1650 that area. So our pricing targets at $1615, $1620 for November beans. We got very close here yesterday, but let's make sure we have those orders in and working for the next 20% on our soybeans. Um, the other side of the balance sheet to consider is that, you know, with record high fuel prices now, record high food prices, there is little to no demand rationing happening at these record high levels. And that is, again, part of the inflation narrative. And we came out this morning with a brand new CPI print. It was a 40-year high of 8.6% inflation. The market was expecting 83 so pretty large miss by the industry that thought maybe inflation was rolling over. It is not. It is actually accelerating. And that's what's helping keep uh, a bid under the demand side for our commodities. Uh, this morning, somebody came in and, and bought upwards of $10,000 $10 December soybean calls. December corn calls, excuse me. So someone's buying the $10 December uh, corn call and bought uh, well over 10,000 of them today. So somebody's got uh, nerves uh, about the corn crop moving forward. Uh, that may be because of some of the weather uh, model changes that we've seen. We are going to flip, it looks like, very quickly from a cooler weather pattern that has dominated plantings and delayed plantings and basically now gotten the crop off to a reasonably good start in those areas that got it in um, to an extraordinarily hot and dry um, second half of June. And now the question is, and at first that heat will be welcomed and the crop should respond pretty well. The question then, does it expand further west, excuse me, further east into the interior? Does it get into Illinois and Indiana? Right now, it looks like the ridge is going to set up over Kansas and Nebraska and, and trickle on into Minnesota and Iowa. But uh, some of the, the recent runs of the weather models are showing that it will stay entrenched and possibly expand and, and stick around through July. Nobody knows, of course, but if this model does confirm and we flip to a hotter and drier narrative into second half June into July, and now we sprinkle a, pot a potential weather problem over what are extraordinarily tight balance sheets, I think we can expect a lot of vol volatility over the next 45 days. So buckle up. Uh, I think we're due for some serious volatility. I am, again, growing increasingly nervous about the recession. Uh, I think this inflation data is uh, not good news. Uh, the average consumer is already being hurt, but if it's accelerating, uh, I think they're going to get in bigger and bigger trouble. There are also calls for the Federal Reserve to get more active, get more aggressive on rate hikes to try to get in front of this inflation story to make sure it doesn't get locked in. But I think they're cornered. I, I don't think they can overreact on interest rates. Jim Cramer, uh, whether you love him or hate him on CNBC, came out with a call this morning uh, telling the Fed to raise rates a full one percentage point. <clears throat> Probably not likely. 
But it is part of the narrative where uh, the Federal Reserve has clearly missed the inflation call. Uh, They're acting slowly and methodically, um, which is what they normally do. But it is allowing inflation to accelerate and creating more pain for the consumer. And I'm not sure that they have the desire to get too aggressive uh, and get accused of crashing the stock market. Unfortunately, as inflation gets entrenched and ratchets higher, uh, you're running the consumer out of money and putting a harder squeeze on them, and uh, you're going to have a recession either way. So I'm increasing my call uh, on a recession up to that 75-80%. I think that's a high probability we're going to have a recession. Now the question is timing. Does it happen in the fourth quarter of this year or first quarter of next? Not sure. Or does it get delayed into the middle of summer next year? Hard to tell. Uh, It's big picture stuff, but uh, it is reiterating my concern of a recession. And ultimately, our marketing plan will have to respond around that. And and then once I start seeing demand rationing in the grains, we're going to get uh, pretty aggressive on 22 marketing uh, into 23, and then even take a look at some 23 or 24 crop selling. Cotton, I do think we're seeing some demand destruction already. Uh, Yarn inventories continue to back up. Uh, Shipments are slowing. And so cotton, I think, is leading the pack in its indication that we're heading toward a recession. So we're getting more aggressive on cotton sales. Still want to be as heavily sold physically as you can stomach right now for 22. And we should be about a third sold for 23. And aggressive buying of puts now, uh, lightly on the December, but heavily on the March. I just want to make sure we stay aggressive on that. Uh, So there's the update for the weekend. I will have, again, the video update on all the data uh, coming out this weekend. Again, these are my opinions and not those of ADM. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Take care.